From COK Studios in Diane Reem's weight room, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider the latest information on the deadly Ebola outbreak in a special edition of our Consider Your Health series. We'll also consider some back-to-school words and phrases with Leslie and Constance Kincaid. And we'll consider who wore it better, Betty White or Lady Gaga. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from OMG McFlippies, formerly TGI McFlippies, still serving the same great food with a new name that won't get us sued by TGI Fridays. OMG McFlippies, flip in some non-litigious flavor, neighbor. And the Fresh Prince Foundation, helping people whose lives got flip-turned upside down get jiggy with it since 1996. Visit This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. The deadly Ebola outbreak in Africa continues to cut a swath across the western part of the continent, with aid workers and medicine in short supply. The virus has killed more than 1,300 people in West Africa, but the indirect deaths caused by the epidemic are likely to be far worse. Right now, it's the rainy season, and that means it's high season for malaria. Clinics have closed because of fear and panic, making it hard for people to treat Ebola as well as other dangerous conditions. To discuss the effects the virus is having on Africa and the world, we have our Consider Your Health reporter, Alex Truman. She is joining us remotely from her hyperbaric chamber in the basement of her house. Welcome back, Alex. Hello, Cotter Ed Cordell. I am here in my germ-free cocoon, safe from the dangers of this deadly Ebola outbreak. Now, Alex, there's really no danger of Ebola here in the U.S. Doctors have been able to treat the two American patients that have it. One even went home already. I beg to differ. There is a real danger that Ebola could strike here in America at any time. I'm not going to take that chance. Thank you very much. Okay, then. Now, Alex, I'm curious. What can be done about the lack of doctors and aid workers? It seems like they are avoiding helping people with Ebola, like the plague. (laughs) Forgive the pun. Too soon, Cordell. Too soon. But you're right. Doctors and aid workers are very scared about contracting Ebola themselves and are consequently giving increasingly lame excuses to avoid going to Africa. I was able to obtain a list of reasons UNICEF workers used to get out of going to Africa, and you'd be amazed at the baloney they came up with. Like what? Dorito lug, fingernail discomfort, irregular belly buttons, a college roommate's daughter's bat mitzvah, and the list goes on. Those reasons are pretty lame, Uh, but can we blame people for looking out for their own health and well-being? I certainly can't. I will stay in my clean room as long as I need to while I wait out the Ebola outbreak. Besides, my irregular belly button is inflamed again anyway. I see. So what can be done? I have a doctor here with me who might have some answers for us, Cordell. Joining me is Dr. Hans Delbruck from Doctors Without Borders. Wait, wait, you let someone in your germ-free room? Absolutely not! Dr. Delbrook is in my hyperbaric chamber's anteroom. What is the solution to the shortage of doctors, doctor? First, let me ask, Alex, can I please take off this surgical mask? 
I already told you, no. Very well. The solution is very simple, Cordell. Our aid workers and doctors need to grow a pair and get to work. Yes, the jobs they need doing in Africa are dangerous, but there are also a good deal of less dangerous jobs that could help save lives. And what are those, doctor? There are jobs that aren't hazardous, but are nonetheless essential. For example, Liberia's government recently set up an Ebola hotline for people to call with questions. That sounds like a splendid idea. It still sounds a bit too frightening for me. Well, bottom line, we just need people who are brave and willing to make a difference to stop the spread of Ebola. Thank you for those inspiring words. You're very welcome. Back to you, Connor Ed Cordell. That was Dr. Hans Delbrook with our very own Alex Truman. Now we turn to our ongoing series, Consider the Source. Leslie and Constance Kincaid are back with us to share some new words and phrases that they've discovered. Good to see you both. Greetings, Connor. Happy to be here. Now, I understand that you'll be sharing some new slang words with us that are geared towards this time of year. Yes, this is our back-to-school edition of Consider the Source. These are words and phrases that are perfect for high school and college students who are starting their studies this week. Well, let's just dive right in then. Our first word comes to us from Northern California, smelfy. This is when someone discreetly sniffs his or her underarms for stink before venturing out into public areas so as not to offend others with foul body odor. As in, hey man, you ready to go? Yeah, but first, let me take a smelfy. Okay, I can see how that applies to high school kids. What's next? This next one is for college students only. Morning after flats. This refers to flat shoes that can roll up and fit easily into a purse so that the girl won't have to do the walk of shame in her heels from the night before. As in, thank God I brought my morning after flats to the party last night. Otherwise, I would have had to walk home from that rando's house in stilettos this morning. I wish I had known about that one when I was at university. I'll bet. You have another one? Yes, we do. This last one we learned from the very accommodating men from the Lambda 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 fraternity. The word is brotmeal. It is the breakfast of true fraternity brothers, which allows them to start off the day correctly. Although a very simple recipe, it helps further separate bros from normal society. All right, so what's in brotmeal? Oatmeal, milk, and a generous helping of protein powder. Of course. Now, did you try some? I did. How was it? Pretty good, bro. Well, Leslie and Constance, thank you so much for coming by. It It was was our pleasure. That's all for this episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, you can always go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and share it with your friends. Also, follow us on Twitter, at ConsiderOurKnow, and you can subscribe to our podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. This refers to flat shoes that can be rolled up and fit, fitted, fitted easily into your purse. So that a girl. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay.